0: Welcome to the Career Chat Room, where we focus on job searching and landing. I'm your host, Erin Sergi. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Career Chat Room. Today, my guest is Christine Fuscello, a fellow HR professional. Christine and I met earlier this year through a group of other professionals who focus on the recruitment and development of early career talent. Christine, would you please share a little bit about yourself before we get into our interview? Sure,
1: absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. So I am an experienced HR professional. I have spent the vast majority of my career in the corporate sector, predominantly in insurance, and I would say it's really hard not to work in insurance when you reside near the insurance capital of the world. Um, But I've held roles in recruitment um, as an HR business partner, um, and most recently, and I would say by far my most favorite role, um, was leading an early career leadership development program and i would say you know through those experiences as you said i've had opportunity to engage in, in coaching and mentoring conversations and i'm really excited to be here to share some insights and talk more about that
0: that's terrific and and you know you and i have talked about a little bit about why uh, i started this podcast i it really had to get more efficient about how i was sharing information uh, about your career navigation with others and i know that that's something that you are also very familiar with is you spend a lot of time talking to people about their career. And, and there's probably a few things that come up over and over again that you end up sharing these little, you know, Christine nuggets of <laughs> of knowledge. And what I was hoping we could start with today is if you could share with us what those consistent themes are that just come up over and over again in your coaching conversations.
1: Sure, I would love to. And I think there's so many um, different, different themes that come up, but I'll focus on just a couple. I think the first um, one that comes up a lot because these individuals are in, in this new space, right? Re- recent college grads, early professionals in this active, exciting time of life, right? Personally transitioning um, from that scholastic landscape and embarking on new life milestones, independent, self-sustaining living, larger financial investments and so forth. And then simultaneously, these careers are starting to spin up. And so there's a lot of discovery. So I'd love to talk a little bit about discovery and a couple different aspects of discovery. One around self-discovery and then another really being around trying new things, right? And for some people that's easy and for others it's not. And then um, also on on unveiling your core values or really honing in on those. So those are the three aspects, I think I find myself kind of going back to, especially initially when I start having, um, initial conversations with individuals. That sounds great. So I guess it would be helpful to just have a common definition of, so what do I mean by self-discovery, um, and and I will say I borrowed this, but I really like this quote. And so I'm going to actually read it. And, it, and the quote is, um, or the definition is, self-discovery is the starting point towards unlocking a life that takes advantage of your full potential and enriches the lives of others in the process. And self-discovery helps you understand whether your decisions and behaviors are moving you towards or away from the life that you want. And that can apply to the job that you want, the relationship you want. So I thought that was just a great way of kind of level setting and and starting for us to think about this ongoing intentional practice that would help unveil this deeper level of your thoughts, your feelings, beliefs around that, and just like what motivates you. And I would say the benefit of that is really the more you know about yourself it's, it's easier to build relationships, it's easier to react to situations, make decisions. Um, it can enhance, you know, your confidence and just the sense of being happy and fulfilled. And I think um, it just generates this personal and professional growth, and that can be really applicable. And I would say, why wouldn't you want to kind of focus on these things for yourself, I would say also that life is moving so fast, right? And so when you think about uh, when was the last time you really thought about yourself or your life, like really sat down and dug deep? And I think this self-discovery is is this active action. Um, you know, when I was thinking about it, it's like before the participants I typically talk about, they're like, well, the last time I really thought about that was when I was selecting a college or I was going for this internship or a relationship or, you know, a tough decision. And, and so how did you work through that process? What were the steps that you took? And I think there are many different ways to facilitate self-discovery. Um, I would say personally, I am a big fan of simplicity, right? Especially when creating habits. So if you get too complex, like I think about starting a diet, you know, if there's too many steps, too many restrictions, too many time frames, you got to measure this, you have to measure that. You find yourself doing it for one day and then you find yourself completely stressed and you're on the couch with a bag of potato chips. And so, well, maybe that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's important to uh, to keep it simple. And so that's really where, where I'm going to focus today. Um, I think it's very easy. So some very easy and practical ways to generate self-reflection, right? And there, there are things that you probably... Have done in the past or might even still be doing. Um, but one is journaling, right? Whether it's free flow journaling or utilizing writing prompts, um, I think a great way of just having a consistent time of day or during the week or however the frequency it is that you want to try to start this practice, finding a comfortable, quiet place. So whether it's inside, it's outside. It's, you know, I think I do my best thinking and reflection on the beach, to be honest, in the car also, but in the car makes it a little bit tough to jot notes. So not sure I'd recommend that.
0: Um, but Another having- place where it's hard to jot notes is is if you do your best thinking in the shower. And that is oh, often yeah. where I find myself doing my best thinking, mm-hmm. but there's no note taking happening there.
1: No, no, unless it's like on soap on the wall. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But really the environment of setting yourself up into getting comfortable and in the right mindset. And then, you know, what I find helpful for me and and helpful for the participants that I worked with is really being able to put pen to paper. Um, And sometimes writing prompts are very helpful. Um, And so I have a few of those to share with you today. So if you want to grab a pen or a piece of paper, um, things that just kind of help generate that thought process. um, Prompts such as like, am I moving towards or away from the life I want to live? Am I on the right path? How do I handle disappointment? I mean, if you don't really think about those things, um, I think that you can kind of miss out and miss out on on growth opportunity in the future, um, and there's, you know, there's definitely a whole host of uh, resources available to help um, kind of work through exercises. But it's really around um, reflection, right? And I'm I'm a believer of practicing kind of what you preach, and so I do self discovery myself, and I utilize the journaling. And so, you know, I'm going to keep it real. You know, in all honesty, it ebbs and flows. And I, you know, I will journal on the personal side and on the prof- professional side. But I think what I really appreciate is going back and rereading my thoughts, right? And 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 asking my question, like, have my perspective changed um, when, ta- when time and space is allowed? What progress have I made? Um, and really quickly, just as a quick example, for the last four years, I would say I do this annual self-inventory, which... I find, I find for myself helpful. And just, so in January, I list like items that I want to focus on and reflect on and look at, look at throughout the year. And in December, I actually kind of assess myself. So it's probably the HR in me, but I assess myself against how well I did. And so there are things on there like growth items and goals and affirmations. And so, for example, one of them from a professional perspective is to be open to things that scare me for personal growth. Um, more personally, it's you know, practice random acts of kindness, or um look for goodness in all things. And then there's affirmations like, "I am enough, i'm I am worth it." So I think those things have just helping you to discover who you are, so you can kind of bring your best self to your relationships, to work, um, to your family. I think another um practical way to kind of round out discovery is just by engaging with others, right? Your friends, your classmates, your relatives, your coworkers, and really engaging them in the conversation and collect data about yourself. Um, What do they notice? What are they they appreciative about you? What would they say is your strengths? Because it's interesting when you ask other people what they think versus what you think. um, What are some growth opportunities? So I think that's another way that's really quick and easy. Um, that gives you different perspectives and data so that you can continue to reflect and and leverage. And I think to tie it in, you know, if we think about, okay, how does this tie into the type of career that I might want to pursue? I think, you know, being able to be curious and ask questions and, again, leverage those relationships around you, um, take interest in others, find out what what do you really know about them what do you really know about their careers you know i think about my uncle al like oh yep i know he was in technology but i honestly really don't know what he does and more specifically how he you know what does his journey look like how did he get there um so i think you know as we think about the upcoming um opportunities where you may have holidays coming up or um different gatherings it's just a it's a great conversation starter around the table and it really just helps you expand your your thought process and and gives you additional ideas
0: you might even find the uh the whole family dinner process a little bit more enjoyable when you have an agenda that you're going after some information almost like a investigator
1: right right absolutely absolutely um, so I'm hoping that this kind of gives you a little bit of information to get you started. And, and again, um, we can post some additional resources in the chat room, but I would challenge you to kind of take this on. It's again, it's an intentional practice and I would say start slow and small um, and don't rush the the process. And, and I think over time, um, really just assess, you know, how 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 this practice has enhanced things for you? How just from an awareness perspective, like do you see a change and in, in notice a difference? Um, so I'd be interested. I would be interested on the perspective there. I think the second item that I would like to touch upon would be around um trying new things right and I had mentioned for some of you out there this is a very easy thing you're like the first one to raise your hand you're like skydiving yes I'm in I think Erin that's probably you like I could see you being yes skydiving I'm in
0: no way
1: in line (laughs) um for others it can be kind of daunting right especially when we think about the future you know your future career it just seems so big um And I would say, you know, if you can level set your mind around your career journey and just kind of be open to possibilities. Um, And then the other thing is, as Nike would say, you just have to do it, right? Just do it. Um, And so a quick example, when I think about, if you think about your favorite food, what if you never ever tried it? Obviously it wouldn't be your favorite food, but if we were to take it a step forward, did you try it because it looked good? or because you tasted it. And so, and just ponder that for a second. Um, I would say if you, if you didn't taste it, like a food like clam chowder or chili, if that's your favorite food, um, did it look appetizing when you first saw it? Was it like, oh, I wanted to dive into it and and taste this. For some of you, of course, you're going to say yes, but I would say for myself, I was like, I'm not sure that really looks that great. Um, But, I tasted it, and and if I was tasting clam chowder or chili on a cold day in a freshly baked bread bowl, uh, wow, I would have a much different opinion on it, right? But I had to do it and I had to try it. So the point is, um, to tie it back to career opportunities, like sometimes career opportunities look really great, and they're like that gooey fresh pizza and a beer on a Friday night, or Sometimes the clam chowder that doesn't look appetizing at first, but then you kind of dig into it and it ends up being a great opportunity for, you know, learning and growth and advancement. And so, you know, I think if you think about your career as a series of trials and errors because there are, I mean, there's ups and downs and it's not this beautiful, pretty upward straight line. Many times I say it's built on ladders and bridges, right? You go up, you go sideways. Sometimes you slide down, you get up. Um, and I think that's that's more common than you would think. So I think just, again, be open to those possibilities.
0: I think one of the um, biggest barriers that people find um, daunting sometimes is kind of, is this, is this internship in this different location than what I envisioned Mm -hmm. right for me? Is this the, you know, the right job um, for me to take? And and I think that, that the, um, the important thing to remember is that like you said it's it's about trying new things and mm-hmm. and especially when it comes to internships like you can try something it's only 10 to 12 weeks and you can you can make that happen you can make that different geography work even if you're away from your you know your typical family environment or you know a, a relationship that you're really invested in it's only 10 to 12 weeks and giving right. it that try you're going to learn you're going to learn about yourself and learn about your career journey and it's not forever. And, and even that first job out of college, you know, it is, it is a big decision and one mm-hmm. that you should do all that self-reflecting on and, and, you know, really make sure that you're, you're feeling committed to it, but it's not a lifelong commitment. No. And, and you can try it. And if it's not for you, especially in that early stage of your career, you can make that switch. And, and, and in all honesty, you can make a switch um, at any point in your in your career trajectory, whether it's early on or or mm-hmm. midway through, or even towards you know the the latter period of of your career, so I really love the um, the message around being open because I think that people come into this career uh, this career navigation and they lock themselves into this definition of what they think they're looking for and, mm-hmm. and without. Being open to new things and really reflecting on on what is important to them, um, you would miss out on some, you know, great new, you know, uh, warm warm soup on a on a cold day. <laughs> um, you would miss out on some really great things. Um, right, right, absolutely.
1: And I think there are some steps that can help you, or you know, some analysis or thought can help you align, but it is really a trial and error kind of situation to some degree. You know, I think about, um, or when I talk about, you know, how can roles be most fulfilling or how do you even know what to align to? And I think if you pay attention to the different activities that you engage in, the actions, the environments that you most enjoy, the books and movies like I would ask actually ask this as an interview question like where do you what do you find yourself grabbing to gravitating to like what genre of book or movie um, because it, it gives a great kind of insight to this intrinsic energy and engagement of the person right so let me do a better job of trying to explain that if you watched say you like watching mysteries and crime shows and you love doing escape rooms with your friends, then I would say could a role that involves things like teamwork um, allows for problem solving, critical thinking, time management, right? In an escape room, it's all about time and quick thinking. Um, Can those things, can that really align um, to a role? And, and those aspects of a role be really personally satisfying and also potentially leverage some, leverage some strengths that you have. So I think, you know, that is also a way to try to shape, if you will, or, or help you determine good fits within yeah. roles. But to your point, like it isn't it isn't, you know, your first role is not going to be your last role. There are going to be many, many roles in between.
0: Yeah. And and so, you know, your background um in 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 supporting leadership development programs, you know, there are a lot of those out there that can give a lot of variety in um variety in different roles and experiences mm-hmm. without having to leave a particular company, you can enter into a company in one of these leadership development programs Mm -hmm. and do a little bit of a sampling around. And I I don't know that everybody um, is as familiar with those, but even if there, there isn't a leadership development program, like an early career rotational program that you're, you're entering into, it's, it's, it's a good practice, I think, to maybe approach your career as a, um, a way at first to sample different things and, mm-hmm. and to what you were talking about with the try, you know, try new things and be open to new things. Um, you know, how can you really think about your career as a way to sample different things and mm-hmm. figure out what you like and what you don't like?
1: Right, right. Yeah. Like you said, the the rotational programs are great because it's a very formal structure, right? They typically reside in large corporations You're locked into a program for one to three years, and it it has some very specific focal points, Um, you know, and and it does afford you the opportunity to try and kind of low risk, right? If you don't like it, you can kind of stick it out. And if you love it, well, you're going to build upon those experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, They would typically have um, a core curriculum. Right, our common curriculum that's focused on either it's leadership, it's focused on you learning the organizations, um, mentorship. Um, some even have committees, which are, are fun. You can practice in a safe environment, your leadership skills, or support corporate initiatives. So there's a lot that they have to offer. But I would say, you know, one of the drawbacks is is that there, there aren't endless opportunities within a program. And so, you know, I would say the vast majority of individuals have never been through successful, right? Successful early career and experienced professionals have never gone through or ex- or had the opportunity to benefit from a rotational program yet. They've they've found a way to navigate the environment, right? Yeah.
0: Whether so- it's within the same company or or, you know, moving to another company as well. Um, there's you know, a much more, I would say, uh, acceptance of people moving between companies and getting those experiences that they're really that they're really looking for. Mm-hmm. what What else do you think is important to focus on uh, as you build a f- successful foundation for your career? What else comes to mind that you think is is foundational?
1: As it relates to the journey of kind of, obtaining experiences and exposures for the role itself or kind of beyond that as far as things like core values?
0: So I guess, um, you know, there's things that you encounter as you move through your career. What what do you think that it's important to really have a, a, a perspective on how that brings value to your experience? So, you know, making your way through things that might be hard or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, different, especially, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're in a role, maybe it's the first role that you've selected out of college and, and maybe it's not all that you cracked, all that you thought it was going to be. Um, you know, how does, how do you think about, um, looking at experiences like that, um, as part of the foundation of, of your career? Right. So I think, You know, so I think there's a, there's a lot that goes into
1: that. Um, I would say, you know, we live in this world of instant gratification, right? With easy access to a multitude of products and services at our fingertips. There's Instagram, Snapchat, like when was the last time any of us, well, I mean, sat down and really wrote a letter to our friend, put a stamp on it and checked in the mailbox, right? so I think that things, um, art, somewhat quick and easy. We have Amazon, Instacart, so, so you know where I'm kind of going with that. We're not out there laboring in the fields or hunting for our food, which requires a ton of, you know, skills, patience, and resiliency. And I think um, being able to push through adversity is, is kind of key and building resilience is kind of key for survival in life, but in the professional world as well. Um, because when things can get little, a little rough, I think we're, we could be tempted to, to kind of drop, you know, drop or change things like drop the college class or quit the team or change the fun group or, you know, swipe right or swipe, swipe left if we're not happy. Right. So, I mean, shift, you know, change your department at work. And I think being able to develop um, resiliency is really to, to kind of push through. Um, and that requires you to kind of dig deep within yourself and and kind of f- find that inner strength to keep pushing. And I think, you know, if you're a runner, your body, I don't know if it goes which comes first, your body or your mind, but one of them is saying, like, I don't want to go any further. I don't want to run further. And you're like, Yeah, you can, yeah, you can. And 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 you end up pushing and being able to go a little bit further. I think it it's kind of true for a work situation too. So being able to develop that grit and that mindset and find that strength because no matter what we do, there's going to be adversity in life and you and you really have to find a way of keep pushing and, and stay resilient. Um, you know, when I think about an, an example or an analogy, when you think about a knife, right? if a knife is constantly cutting through something, whether it's fruit and vegetables, initially it does it with ease, right? But eventually it then starts to get kind of dull. And when you think about it conversely, as as a knife is being kind of scraped across the sharpening stone, right? The friction and the roughness kind of cuts into that metal and it reshapes the metal. And over the course of time, right, through that process, it becomes more sharp and more effective and better to do the job. And I would say, You know that is true too of individuals. As you work through um, different situations and practice that, you know that resiliency uh, and and finding that strength, um, you know it's advantageous.
0: And And so even even it just just makes me think about you know the the enormity or the the significance that people are placing on finding that that perfect role or the perfect internship or, you know, it's actually, that's well and good. You might find that Mm -hmm. perfect one, but, but might you actually come out of it a little bit wiser, a little bit sharper if that first opportunity isn't exactly what you thought it was going to be? And I know that you've probably had to coach people through that, um, when they're doing rotations through different Mm -hmm. programs or even, you know, as an HR business partner, different people who are in, you know, not even a rotational role, but, but what's that, um, what are those lessons that you learn by being in a role that's, that's not exactly what you thought it was going to be? It's not as easy. Um, there's actually a lot of value in that. It, it, it's, it's probably something that, you know, you could look at with a fresh set of eyes and say, "Oh, well, that's actually something that benefited me as opposed mm-hmm. to something that set me back. Um, right,
1: right. Yeah, I definitely had a participant in my program who was a dynamic programmer, and um, and it was crazy because she was she literally would be called by name for side of desk jobs by our CTO, um, which was kind of unheard of because she was so early in her career and there's you know multiple levels of layers between when folks come into the program versus the CTO, um, and you know. They, she, sh- as part of our program, um, you know, we're always encouraging participants to step out of your comfort zone, try new roles, and we're intentional about that. And so she was moving out of what she knew very well—the programming aspect—and she was put into a, pro- a project manager role. And so this required presence, and it required her to have strong communication hold people accountable and to be able to present. Okay. So that sounds like, okay. But that her makeup was, she was super shy. She was super shy. She was super sweet. Um, very, uh, she was a bit sensitive and she just loved harmony. Right. And so beautiful person. Um, our participants are in many cases, placed in organizations and lead people that are much more experienced and tenured to them. So that's just an uncomfortable position right off the bat, right? Um, And so she was uncomfortable and she definitely was a bit intimidated. Um, And so she got in there and she started trying to lead the team. And, you know, she she was feeling some pushback and the team was pushing back on her direction. And at times they could be a little bit dismissive and and so it was, oh, I don't know, just a couple of weeks, and she was in my office, and she's like, "I need to pull the ripcord, abort, abort." It was like the scene from Top Gun or, or Maverick, right? It was like, "I need to get out of this situation. This is uncomfortable. I don't like this." Um, and so we sat down and we talked through it, and and by all means, I empathized with her and um, convinced her like stay in the plane, like we're gonna we're gonna do this. And so I think. Um, you know, if you find yourself in these situations, it's who can you, um, who or what can you um, find as resources to help you? Um, and so we engage in some weekly coaching sessions. You know, we I provide some insights for her to try like new techniques, you know, and all of that. um and I think to get to your point, she made it through the year because these rotations were a year long, right? And so there were definitely ups and downs, but she did have a lot of successes through the year. And I think what she gained from it was, one, she learned a lot about um, her capability. She was able to round out her skills. I think um, she definitely had this great sense of accomplishment, and I would say probably relief too, but accomplishment, like she made it through. Um, and, and that kind of just builds her confidence to be able to take on the next challenge. Um, you know, and it was interesting because for someone who was so shy, and she hated, absolutely hated public speaking, at the end of the program, she literally was the one who stood up in front of all her peers and our top execs um in the company and represented her entire graduation class wow. so you know i'd say like hashtag winning like sh- that was such a, a great story and i think what excites me so much about this this demographic um is just seeing that transformation but you know it wasn't without work but there, she she reaped so much
0: benefit from going through that situation yeah what was perhaps seen at first as having uh, a barrier actually uh brought a lot of value to mm-hmm. her her career path that's terrific yeah it
1: was really it was really fun to witness
0: it's a great story any other nuggets of of knowledge
1: um I think the only other thing that I would highlight would be around gratitude. And I think that is just a great practice and mindset for me. And I think the participants um, that I've worked with because I think it really just dramatically changes the way you look at life and situations. And so I think any time that you can practice that um, is, is just super helpful. And it just makes every situation feel a little bit more full. It it helps to elevate the level of just satisfaction. Um, I mean, and I think there's practical ways of doing that. And and it kind of gets back to journaling and having a a gratitude journal. I know many people do that Um, and being able to write notes um, and acknowledge the people in your life that help you along the way.
0: Um, right. And that, it, you know, even, even those instances where something felt like it was really hard or that opportunity, mm-hmm. um, you know, be being grateful for that chance to push yourself out of your comfort zone or take that, that, um, you know, step into a direction that you didn't think that you were going to you, you be grateful that you can do that. And, and I think that there's a lot of satisfaction that people do get in expressing gratitude, um, and And I'm actually, you know, I can even put that into practice right now and and really, just thank you so much for spending time with me today, sharing your insights and expertise. Um, you know, we are in the chat room, we are we are really um, focused on trying to help people navigate these these stages of their career. And I really feel like the uh, insights that you're able to provide today will be helpful to our listeners. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Um, to be able to come and share a little a little bit of uh, the thoughts and experiences that I've had. So thank you. All right, that's it for another
0: edition of the Career Chat Room. Thank you for joining us. I don't know, I don't have another way to end it. My husband just looked at me and waved his hand.